Jen. Cue the creepy sounds. This is Tales, Tunes, and Talents, a podcast about stories and songs from Newfoundland and Labrador. Occasionally, we eat Towtons, our favorite food group. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jen. And this is our spooky Halloween episode. I really liked last year how you said, we occasionally eat humans. I mean, Towtons. <laughs> right? I was thinking, actually, <laughs> when we were, I was saying it, we occasionally eat Towtons. And fingers, but I thought that would be too creepy. <laughs> like, no such thing. But I did say humans last year. I forgot about that. You did. It's like so fingers of... wouldn't have been <laughs> off point or off had game. to be. It had to be organic. We can't talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> There's no planning this intro. None. None. You can tell. Cue the. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas? No, Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For you. Yes. This is the time of year where at my job, you are wearing Halloween costumes while you're singing Christmas music. So, I was warning the kids this morning getting ready. I'm like, put on your put on your Christmas, put on your Halloween sweaters. This is your last chance. Come on. Halloween outfits, whatever you now. got. Because it's being packed away on Monday. Gone. Gone. Pull out the red and green. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time. Maybe there's a Halloween version of that song like the spookiest time of the year yeah hmm. maybe cover coming soon well i had a no great it wouldn't be cover it would be an original composition maybe we could make one yeah we'll get on that <laughs> <laughs> i had a really fun time on the crosswalk this morning watching all the little kids show up in their Aww. halloween costumes Very sweet. so cute so cute little inflatable dinosaur going past and teletubbies people know what the teletubbies are still kids I don't know. Maybe their parents convinced them that it would be funny for the teachers. <laughs> I will give you lots of candy if you were going to steal a I forgot to dress up. I wished I had dressed up. Last year we were ghosts. On the crosswalk. On the crosswalk, yeah. You should be, uh, you should play pranks <laughs> where um, the kids drop off or like you pretend they ran over your foot and like the foot falls off. <laughs> I just imagine in the movie... Zootopia, where she like falls on her back, blood, blood, and they squirt the ketchup bottle or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, it's really cute. It's but a you cute could movie. Bring ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I think parents would like that more than the kids. <laughs> and then I definitely have to like hose down the lane <laughs> after people walking in. After would be like, what happened? Crime scene. We did have the the volunteer that I was with this morning always brings her Bluetooth speaker and plays music while we nice. guide the kids. You mean like every morning there's music? Every morning she's there, there's music. Oh. But today there was only two songs. <laughs> what the, were they? The, it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> the, I think it, it was Ghostbusters. Classic. And um, maybe Monster Mash. Maybe. Mm. I, don't, I don't remember. It's a graveyard smash. Yeah, it could have been. It's all fuzzy memories. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we hope everyone has. Oh, you told me earlier the weather's supposed to be nice this, nice this weekend. It is like 10 degrees and sunshine for two days. I also heard that on Friday and Saturday and maybe Sunday night, we can see the northern lights. Ooh. Cause Get your camera out. The brightness level of the sky is higher this weekend or something. I think it was like a, a meteorologist announcement, and it was shared to say you'll be able to see it as far as into the United States, oh, cool. like the northern states and Newfoundland and, like, I guess, over West Coast, wherever. 
That'd be nice. Halloween pictures with yeah. the northern lights. And it's supposed to be sunny, so it'll probably be clear skies. Most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> okay, so let's get things rolling. Spook. I'm going to go first, and we've sort of made an unofficial decision. <laughs> Once again, this could change every week, but like maybe if you have an opinion about this, you can give us feedback. We're going to just do the stories first mm-hmm. and put the song second. So I will give her. <laughs> uh, I'm going to share with you the creepy story of Julie's Harbor. Julie's Harbor. So uh, there's a really fun episode. It's a... Uh, it's called Food and Fun with Andy Bullman, and that's a little CBC miniseries that they had, Food and Fun, uh, as well as the website NewfoundlandLabrador.com. There was a MUN article, a tele- Telegram article by Dale Jarvis, as well as an article on Saltwire by Dale Jarvis as well. Um, so I think maybe we can share the Food and Fun little video Okay. On our website, or sorry, not our website, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'll get right to it. So, the now uninhabited. I love how you started. The now. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my, I'll settle into my spooky voice. Okay. The now uninhabited town <laughs> of Julie's Harbor is located across the harbor from Triton, which okay. is in central Newfoundland. And is said to be the area where the paranormal is found and where spirits exist. It was only ever populated by about 100 people who originally settled there along with their families as miners who worked with pyrite on Pilly's Island. However, once the mine opened in Buckins, which I talked about in previous episodes, uh, it eventually caused most of the residents to move on to larger communities. I read that most of the population were gone by the 1930s, so we're talking a long time ago. Eventually, the small remainder of the population were strongly advised to resettle. It appears to be only accessible by boat or by trail on quad or snowmobile, which already has me spooked out a little bit. I want to go on a quad. (laughs) Uh, so the first photo that I saw in an article on the website Newfoundland Labrador uh, is credited to a guy by the name of Matt Malloy, who I actually got in touch with. Um, and uh, it's of a rusted shell of a creepy old car. That's what's in the photo. I don't even know what it is. I Like I say car. It looks like a car, but like the type of thing I've only seen in movies. Uh, it's got a rounded roof shape like a VW Beetle but it has multiple small round windows and it was really long in length, um, longer than like a four-door car. Cue the car experts to correct me. (laughs) Uh, So that raises the question if it was accessible by road or by railway at some point. Matt actually sent me an album of photos that he took from the area and gave me permission to share. So we'll do that on our social media platforms. And I will show Jen a photo of this car. Do you want to see it now? Yes, yes, I have it in my mind. All right, are you ready? I don't I'm know ready. if I showed you this before. You didn't. You didn't. Here we Sarah's go. Sarah's scrolling. Oh. Isn't that creepy? That is like a car I've never seen. I know. Which I was trying it... to picture this, the windows. Yes. But the sky looks so beautiful. It does. It's a really, really great photo. Good picture, Matt. But like the, the bushes are growing up through the middle of the car. There's no windows, no doors. It's just a rusty shell. I don't know. Like, it's like a van or yeah, something. Yeah. It's weird. Like it's almost like a prop. But it's, you can tell it's been there a really long time. And that's what drew me to this story. 
the photo is very creepy. <laughs> so let me find my place again. Um, the only thing that's left in Julie's Harbor today are the remaining headstones from an old graveyard covered in moss in the overgrown woods where you can find the graves of entire families. The barely sorry, the barely recognizable foundation of a church and all the houses that were left behind have all fallen down and grown into the ground. Some of the gravestones that stand there today date back to the mid-1800s. Wow. Uh, so I found conflicting history about, the, about its previous name because um, it wasn't always Julie's Harbor. I read in a couple articles that Julie's Harbor was originally known as St. Augustine, but I also read that it was previously named St. Anne's. Regardless of its previous name, it was renamed after a young woman named Julie drowned in just a knee-deep body of water. So they changed the name to honor her memory. Julie was, was pregnant at the time of her death, and the rumor around the community was that it was suicide. It was said that the sounds of ghosts can always be heard in the area and that the ghost of Julie remains there to this day. The way the trees blow and the eerie feeling you get just by standing quietly convinces even the biggest skeptic of the presence of spirits. We have to go right now. So today, <laughs> teenagers and young adults will travel to Julie's beach as an adventure to brave a camp out with those ghosts. Skipper Mike of Badger's Bay Tours... He was interviewed in this clip, this um, little mini-series right. video that I talked about. Um, he offers excursions to the cove and has said his own son has done the annual camp out. We're, we're doing this. We have that to. has to happen. Add it to the list. And we're like, you can get those, like, cameras. That you GoPro. Put on your, yeah. Like GoPro. <laughs> well, Jared's, like, hitting herself on the forehead. Like, put the camera on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he said many adults consider it superstitious to get off their boat and walk the area so they stay out on the water keeping an eye on the area from a distance i also read about the tale of kayakers who planned to camp out for the night on the beach but ended up packing up their things and leaving in the middle of the night this was because they were overwhelmed by the sounds of children calling from the woods no nope <laughs> Another story goes, a family who traveled by boat to spend the day exploring the area decided to take a break and go for a swim, leaving all their belongings along the shore with just a few, just, sorry, just a few feet away from where they swam. When they got out of the water, the dad was Wasn't missing. Gone. <gasps> no. Oh, I no, thought the no, stuff no, 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 was no. missing. <laughs> was, yeah. The dad was missing one shoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, the dad was missing. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> One shoe isn't so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the only way that, obviously, that they could explain it was that a ghost took it, knowing the islands, or sorry, not the islands, the the um, harbor's history. I mean, it could have been an animal, it could have yes. been a seagull, the but wind. they never <laughs> did find the missing shoe. But the dad was not missing, so. The dad was not missing. The last tale I read about the haunted harbor was told firsthand by Skipper Mike's father, who was spending the evening with a family who, at the time, were the only one family living in Julie's Harbor. So they were the only ones left. They were drinking and having a game of cards when he recounted them all seeing the spirit of a young woman come through the walls. <gasps> and after that happened, they left once and for all. The last family floated their home across the water to Triton, and that's where the ha house stands this day. Wow. Uh, so I do have another final thing to add, uh, and I pulled a Jen Hart 
and found some information on findagrave.com. <laughs> <laughs> so from what I can gather, there's a graveyard in Badger called Julie's Harbor Graveyard. So I'm assuming it meant... Do you mean the name of the graveyard? It's yeah, called the, Julie's Harbor Graveyard. Yeah. So, pe- okay. so I'm assuming that it meant um, people from Julie's Harbor were buried in this cemetery in Badger. Because they didn't want to... I guess it was so small, yeah, or, I mean, I can't imagine they moved graves. Maybe they did. I don't think. I don't think. But, regardless. Um, So, there are 15 images of of headstones on this website. I clicked the first one and it said Ellen Cantwell and listed all the information about her death. But underneath it says, erected by William Cantwell and listed under that as a memorial headstone are also the names of his four children who all passed away at young ages. So he had a memorial headstone made for all of them. Plus, I guess it doesn't say if um, Ellen is his wife or, but for him to have outlived all of those children, children. three of them were three years old or younger. The oldest was nine years old. And can you imagine even just finding, to think about that, but to also think about, if that was your ancestor, how sad mm. and imagine their mm. life. And yeah. Anyway, that is the creepy story of Julie's Harbor. I think we should go there right now. We should definitely Just go there. Just stop recording. Like there's <laughs> lots of places that we've talked about. Like, But that would be super yeah, cool. Like I really want to go to Franceway, but this is a much more reasonable goal. Right, right, <laughs> we right. We could definitely go to, um, we'll get to Badger. Cape Race. And yes, well, Cape Race, not in the same trip. So I will just add, um, I was back and forth with this guy, Matt, who took the photos that I'm going to share. And he has, is it um, the skipper who runs the, the tours? Yep, the yep. tours. So um, he didn't put me in contact, but he gave me the contact info for this guy. So we will go yes. do that. Let's someday. email him right after we're done recording. I'm not camping, though. No? Why no. not? No. Sarah. No, I'm way Come too on. much of a wimp really? for that. Oh my God, yes. No. No, I don't believe it. Yeah, no, can't. Can't. I can't do it by myself. <laughs> I'll go with you in the daylight, but as soon as the sun starts to set, peace out. <laughs> okay. I'll camp by myself. No. <laughs> I'd do it for good money. I'd do it just for fun. Who am I kidding? Very creepy. Julie's Harbor. How sad. How 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 much water did you say she drowned in? Oh, Not, a, a, a small. Yeah, shallow body of water. Like I, That's so sad. Yeah, like to the knee or something. Julie, we your, will go there. Your turn. Ooh. So, <laughs> insert spooky sound. Okay. So my song today is actually... Last Halloween episode, I think I did my best song ever, which was The Bloody Gardener. I, I ha- That's a tough one like, to top. I've just reached the pinnacle there, so <laughs> it's, it's all downhill. So, But this song today is, I know I say this all the time, but it is one of my favorites as well. Uh, it's Jed Blackmore's Awe the Sea, and I chose it because of its hauntingly beautiful melody, the minor uh, tonality of the song. The contour of the musical line, of course, um, the lyrics. Some of my favorite words are hauntingly, mystically, quietly, timelessly, heartlessly, terribly. And these are all words uh, describing how the sea moves. And the middle 
bridge section is perfect for the Halloween season because mm-hmm. the words are, and oh, how sad must be the tale she tells of those who lie deep in her spell. Creepy. I can see. Um, so I remember singing this in choir many years ago, a Jim Duff arrangement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah probably I know it and I as well. yep. would have sung it together. I couldn't mm-hmm. find the music. Um, but that's the wonderful Jim. That's the wonderful thing about folk songs is I totally remember it. I, I remember the feeling of singing it. I remember yeah. his arrangement was really, really yeah. beautiful. And it seems that every version you listen to is slightly different, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. all the rest. And yeah. every you know, there's variations in the lyrics. And so, what you're going to hear today is my memory version of Jim Duff's arrangement. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Could be a little different. Sorry, Jim. So just a little bit about Jed, and I'm referencing a Saltwire article from 2010 today titled, Jed Blackmore to Receive Order of Newfoundland and Labrador. Wow. So Jed is from Grand Falls, Windsor, and retired as the longest serving principal of Regina High School in Cornerbrook in 1988, and he's well known for his contribution to the arts of our province. Some interesting things about Jed's life from this article, uh, in 1993... He founded and directed Folk of the Sea, a choral group made up of fishermen and women affected by the 1992 Cod Moratorium. Cool. Did not know that. I would love to, like, I'm curious to know if there's any recordings, like archival or performances. Yeah, Yeah. like what did they sing? And and because that's the same year that Shalloway was founded and the year of the Cod Moratorium here in the province. And I didn't realize that Jed had started something, too. So Very cool. I'm going to look further into that. Um, also, in 2002, uh, he became the musical director of the Stephenville Theater Festival. Mm. And in 2010, was the recipient of the Order of Newfoundland and Labrador. Ding! That's my phone coming through on my computer. <laughs> so. <laughs> Not a spooky sound. <laughs> Not a spooky. Although, well, maybe I can edit it to be a spooky sound. <laughs> like a spooky, scary skeleton sound. Um, so, all that being said, here is All the Sea by Jeb Blackmore on this spooky Halloween episode. All the sea, my very soul's the sea. And swells are but a part of me. Quietly hauntingly, mystically moves the sea. and a mystery troubled visions of eternity timelessly heartlessly Oh, how sad. 
and cry, answer the depths of me, set me free, let me Amazing. Oh, the sea. Very spooky. Spooky, I, spooky. For some reason, it, like, when there's stories in songs, you sort of imagine different things. But this song, in my mind, it's always dark. Yeah. The the sea is rumbling. Yeah. Angry. It's dark blue. It's... Yeah. The sky is dark. It, yeah. Yeah. It's haunting. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, we hope that everyone has a very spooky spooky halloween weekend the forecast is amazing is it it's amazing like 10 degrees and sunshine oh, yay, for kids. saturday and sunday yeah so it should be a great night because do you remember wearing a snowsuit and then your costume had to fit over your snowsuit and yes. you, uh, you would have a tantrum yes yes absolutely and you'd sweat so wet you earned that candy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so next week it'll be all over and you'll be crazy yeah we'll be maybe pushing how long forward. um how long does your candy last in your house with your kids is it like till january do you flick it out at a certain point honestly if my children ever listen to this cover your ears right now it gets thrown in the garbage <laughs> not right away not right away but it ends up in the garbage like by the time the next event rolls around be it christmas it doesn't last till christmas but the bags eventually they get piled into one bag versus right three and it's only the things that like you really don't yeah. love yeah and then eventually it just goes in the garbage yeah harsh you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> and like we definitely adam and i eat out of it as well oh yeah, but, yeah. that's gotta save your licorice for me if you don't like licorice Adam likes, I don't like licorice. Adam likes licorice. Oh, it's my favorite part of <laughs> Halloween. And that's funny. I acquire, I tell the kids, save your licorice if you don't like it. And someone will bring me licorice. Oh, Usually nice. it's really sweet. Nice, so. nice, nice. Yeah. Well, we hope you all have a great weekend and we will. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Bye. Our theme song is McAlpine's Crew by Matthew Byrne. Thanks to Matthew for allowing us to use it. You can learn more about Matthew and his music at matthewburn.net. You can find Tales, Tunes, and Towtons on the following platforms. Facebook and Instagram at Tales, Tunes, and Towtons. TikTok at Tales, Tunes, Towtons. And Twitter at Tales, Tunes, Pod, and L. To get in touch with us, send an email to talestunestowtons at gmail.com. And last but not least, please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And don't forget to rate us and leave a review so we can continue to grow. <laughs> Ooh.